It's April. It's reflexive, a knee-jerk response that even now my heart skips a beat at the sound of her name. And there are moments when a few words, that single thought they provoke, can be devastating, shatter what you've painstakingly constructed, reveal who you really are. What about her? I keep my voice neutral, my eyes fixed on the fireplace, on the moth's wings, twitching unevenly. There was an accident. He follows it up with, She's in hospital, it's not looking good. He speaks fast, impatient, his voice level, unemotional. I wonder if calling me is an inconvenience. And I'm sorry, of course I am. April and I were close, but it was a long time ago. Accidents happen every day. It's sad, but I've no idea why he's calling me. There's only so long you can do this. Fake the pretense. Dance to the piper's discordant tune. Hide an agonizing, unbearable truth that's been silent too long. That's hammering on the door, screaming to be heard for someone to listen. I'm not sure what happened exactly. Look, he hesitates. I only called you because it'll be all over the papers. A guy was murdered in Musgrove, of all places, knifed to death in his car, parked behind the pub. The North Star, can you believe that? He pauses again. The thing is, well, it looks as though she may have killed him. I'm struggling to take in what he's saying, because the North Star was once our local... There's a sick feeling in the pit of my stomach. Then I dismiss the possibility outright, because some knowledge is instinctive, and I know this with a certainty that's blinding, absolute, wills wrong. I watch the moth launch itself into flight, its wings beating a slow, undulating trail that circles the room twice before battering itself at the closed window. That's impossible. She couldn't have. Only no one comes, because no one knows that you're bound and gagged, invisibly chained to a monster. There is no escape, there never can be, because wherever you go, he finds you, won't let go of you. The police think there's evidence. But as I know, it isn't always that simple. They could have missed something. And what about hope? that eternal optimism of the human mind, as vital as blood and lungs and your beating heart that carries you through suffering and heartbreak. Because when hope goes, you have nothing. My jaw tightens. When did it happen? Last night, late, after the pub. Exactly, I flash back. It's far too soon. They need to carry out forensic tests. They can't possibly know. I pause. How did you find out? They were seen together in the pub. The police found a woman's glove in his car along with the murder weapon and her phone. They traced it to her address, but by the time they got there she'd taken an overdose. His voice is low. They called an ambulance, then they called me. They must have found my number on her phone. Anyway, she's in St. Anthony's near Tunbridge. Why is she there? I ask, stupidly. 
It's where she lives. Uh, Of course, I'm forgetting. You wouldn't know. Suddenly your whole life is like a car crash. No brakes, gaining momentum, piling up behind you. Your mistakes, missed opportunities, all the time you've wasted. A twisted, rusting heap of scrap metal that can't be salvaged. Overwhelming you, crushing you. Even now, even though he once loved her too, I hate that Will knows all this. How dispassionately he speaks, the condescension he barely conceals, that all these years on he's still in touch with her when I'm not. She's hardly going to want to see me. He hesitates. She's not exactly up to seeing anyone. She hasn't come round, mate. She's on life support. God only knows what she took. The mate is...